When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast is not meant for children or for liberals, even though that's pretty much the same thing these days, but that's what we're here for. Somebody's got to keep these brats in line. Anyway, you've been warned. It's the right opinion. These days, our media's either incompetent or malevolent. They don't believe in heaven, but they acting like they haven't sent. Knowing the truth is way harder than telling it. We gotta work harder, gotta be more intelligent. Sometimes we just gotta grab a mic and start yelling shit. We're living in times when it's hard to stay relevant. Be the elephant in the room in a room full of elephants. Be the elephant in the room in a room full of elephants. Boom. Welcome back, everybody, to The Right Opinion, right here on rightopinionpod.substack.com and available on your social mediums, but most importantly, well, it's not the most important, but it's the one that I'm on all the time, and that's unfortunately the Twitter machine. That's You could find me there at rightopinionpod, but that's that's where a lot of the right opinioning goes down, a lot of, a lot of lib ribbon and a lot of just blue check bitch slapping. All of the fun goes on over there at rightopinionpod.com on Twitter, and uh, I just put up an episode recently after not doing one in a while, so I know this is weird for everybody, but nevertheless, I had a few things to say, right? I'm sitting around just thinking about the nonsense that is pumping out of the administration right now, and man, let's let's start with the vaccines, right? Still unvaccinated, not planning on getting it anytime soon. As I've said many times, I ain't getting it, and if they mandate it, I really ain't getting it. So there we go. There's my stance, and that still holds. But I was thinking about just how much they've botched this entire rollout of this thing, right? So because Trump was involved in the vaccine production, everyone was hesitant about it. Oh, he'll never get it out in a year. Even if he gets it out in a year, I'm not going to take it because I don't trust him and it can't be safe. Even though, again, I've said this a million times too, but I'll reiterate it here for the point of just driving this point home it's not like trump put on a fucking lab coat walked into a lab and made the vaccine right like that at no point in time was that a real thing if the idea was to you know get get a bunch of money out of the whole thing there's no evidence that he made any real significant money on it they tried to tie his his uh, his one mutual fund that he owns and a managed portfolio that he has no control over um, that he owns like one mutual fund that purchased some of the company that owns hydroxychloroquine and blah, 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 blah. And they tried to turn that into a whole thing. There's no real evidence that, you know, hit, hit Pfizer and Moderna have given him any sort of backdoor deals. If that ever turns up, by all means, I'll be happy to hear it. But it's not as if he had any real motivation for getting this vaccine out other than to try to, you know, kill this virus off and re and, and win re-election, basically which he was coasting towards had the coronavirus not popped up and the media hysteria not turned up to, oh, I don't know, 20 on a scale of one to five. 
So these lunatics just kicking and screaming the whole way. We don't want this vaccine and we're not sure about it and we don't trust Trump. Everyone from Biden to Harris to Pelosi to fucking all of your favorite left wing talking heads. And then it comes out miraculously. And it appears to be working for a period of time. They were telling us 90, 95 percent efficacy, blah, 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 blah. I think even the most optimistic of people might have thought that they were overselling it a little bit, right? Like how blind would you have to be to think that this vaccine for this virus that we still don't really know a whole lot about at the end of the day, put a pin in that, we'll be coming back around to that point, but this virus that we don't know a whole lot about is going to be magically eradicated by a vaccine that was produced at basically a quarter of the time as the fastest previous vaccine had ever been produced. Uh, honestly, 95% was a fucking pipe dream. It was never 95%. And even the 95% left some wiggle room, right? 5% is still a pretty good chunk of odds there that you could potentially have a quote-unquote breakthrough, which I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second here too because we keep having all these breakthroughs. But... Ultimately, with this, with the whole vaccine, I mean, that the whole marketing of it, even even when they started to finally say, okay, everybody should get vaccinated because Trump's out of office and somehow that changed the vaccine. Everyone go get it now. 95% did anyone really think that was going to hold? I mean, we know viruses mutate and we know vaccines don't. So ipso facto, you know, at the end of the day, this was ultimately going to, the, the the efficacy, if it ever was truly 95%, is dropping precipitously as the days go by. And yeah, the argument, I guess, could be made that people who are unvaccinated are causing the mutations. However, the point could also be made that the people with these leaky vaccines are the ones causing the mutations is that they still get the disease. And because they have a certain level of immunity because of the vaccine that is particularly leaky. Hence, they got the disease even though they've been supposedly inoculated from it. Now, it is in a body that is fighting it basically harder than maybe a normal body would, and now the virus could mutate to adapt better and then spread. And now this variant, this the Pfizer variant, if you want to call it, or the Moderna variant or whatever it is, the vaccination vi variant, and variants for that matter, because this will happen, you know, a variety of different ways across the world with the variety of different vaccines that are in play and obviously the variants that were already forming to begin with. So th this this is obviously far from over. It's not as if COVID has really gone away. But at this particular juncture, everyone who's who's wants the vaccine has had access to the vaccine. Everyone knows Social distance, masks, meh, meh, meh. If all of these things work, then I think it's okay for us to return to normal and for people who who are cautious themselves to be the ones to take it upon themselves to be cautious. This, frankly, has been my position throughout the entire the pan entirety of this pandemic. Maybe sans like the first couple of weeks when we really didn't know anything and it, you know, it had 28 days later fucking vibes. Now we're well past that point, but to, to get back to my pin before, I'll pick that sucker up. We don't really know a whole lot about this virus at the end of the day. And if they were really hell-bent on trying to get people like myself vaccinated, you know what would be a really good idea? Is to look into the origin of this virus. 
Because if it turns out that this actually is some sort of Chinese biological weapon, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit more terrified of this thing ultimately. If it was just some stupid research being done in a poorly kept lab in China, that's a problem. It's not as nefarious as obviously a biological weapon that they may have released on purpose. Obviously, I don't want any of that. I don't necessarily think that's what it was. It may very well have been perhaps a biological weapon in the making, but I don't think it reached its final form. Otherwise, I think China would have executed this whole thing a little bit better, meaning that they would have developed a vaccine for themselves and their people, the ones that they care about, all five of them. Um, But they, you know, know, they only have a billion. So, you know, five is is still pretty good. Uh, But, you know, so they would have executed this better if this was a real legitimate on purpose biological attack. That would help me say, yeah, I really don't want to get this. And that would do a lot more than like a tweet from Chris Rock to pick up another pin that I dropped a little earlier is that they keep telling us about these breakthrough cases, quote unquote, breakthrough cases as a, as my, my dude, Eric D July on YouTube. I don't know him, but I watch him all the time. Uh, he talks about, he was talking about this very issue with Chris Rock and he's like, we should just stop calling them breakthrough cases because they happen so often, you know, they're, they're not really outside of the norm. We need to stop referring to these vaccines as vaccines because they're not vaccines. They're therapeutics at best. They drastically reduce your likelihood of hospitalization and death. And yeah, they do reduce your likelihood of contracting the virus, but they don't prevent you from contracting the virus, which is generally what we think of when we get a vaccine. And yeah, some vaccines or for that matter, all vaccines are, you know, quote unquote, leaky to a certain degree. None of them are 100 percent, but. 95 sounded good when it dropped down to like 60 something my my already hesitance towards you know my already existing hesitance towards getting this and my risk calculation which is again for those of you unaware I'll go through it I'm in my mid 30s I'm not obese by any standard of measurement not to suggest I'm like uber skinny and ripped to shreds not the case either but I'm in good shape I do smoke that's a problem granted but given my age, my health status, no known comorbidities, I have no, you know, knock on wood, no known pre-existing conditions of any kind. Again, I'm in pretty good health. I'm not concerned about getting this thing because people in my demographic, according to the science, are extraordinarily unlikely to have any issues with this virus. I'll get it. It'll hit me like a flu. It'll roll right off my back like water to a duck. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing, and I'm off to the races like I would be with any other flu. That's the likelihood. Will that necessarily all break out that way? Like, no, I could get it and die. Entirely possible. Unlikely, but possible. So unlikely that I'm not going to go out of my way to get a vaccine that I know even less about than the virus and that I know even less about its efficacy, and that I'm being told every day there's breakthrough cases and people are not only getting it, I've, I've heard at least one person say on a podcast, and I know that's a really vague source, but we're kind of flowing this week. This is a rather non-scientific discussion about science, I understand. But uh, I believe it was the Steve Day Show, and they were talking about the the, the quote-unquote Pfizer variants, that, that, that they, they kind of coined that term, because these 
vaccines are so leaky, again, the virus is still infecting these people, and now the virus is mutating as a result of the vaccine and is now kicking back out to the general population, and those variants may very well be doing more damage to the unvaccinated than any variants could ever do to the vaccinated. See how this works? We're trying to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated, which which the last I checked is what the vaccine was for. But nevertheless, we're still trying to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated because of the variants. But the variants may very well be coming from the vaccinated because they're vaccinated and because not only are they vaccinated, but specifically because they're vaccinated with a leaky vaccine that was experimental at the time that most of them took it. And they just took it because the fear porn had driven them to this madness where they were randomly willy nilly injecting things into their bodies because they were scared of what and granted there are plenty of people in at risk categories that have every reason to consider and or get this fair been there talked about that a million times but like uh, people who fit in the my health category you know male mid 30 mid 30s uh not obese no existing you know comorbidities of any that I'm on that I'm aware of again who knows um but all that said I know plenty of people that fit into that category and or are much younger much healthier that have rushed to go get this damn thing and there was no reason for them to do so we're talking about your chances of getting struck by lightning versus your chances of getting struck by lightning twice. It's really just like it's so out of the realm of any regular possible thing. I'm just I'm, the people who are still running around with the masks on and all this stuff. I just but I can't but fucking help but laugh at these people at this point. I, w- I was trying to be understanding for a period of time. Then I saw the assholes in the cars by themselves wearing the masks. And then I you, you see the people in like the grocery store that don't even want to be near you. Folks, oh, all right, we're going to get kind of personal on this one. I went to a bridal shower recently. I know it's a bridal shower and men aren't really supposed to be there. But I'm part of the wedding party. It's somebody who's very close to me. They're getting married. I was part of kind of the, the the group of men that went off to lunch while the women did their thing, and then we kind of swung by towards the end. Uh, my girlfriend was there with her daughter, my daughter, and a variety of other people. So that said, somebody's, you know, like I said, getting getting married. So a bunch of family members that I, I typically, frankly, loathe engaging with. They're just, they're, they're, they're the silly putty of people. They're just silly. They exist. There is, in fact, like, space being occupied but other than that they contribute very little to the world and for that i have no time for them frankly yeah this is family (laughs) these are like my aunts and my cousins as a matter of fact my aunt and my cousin let's let's start with them because they're the they're the people that i was talking about uh when i came in here specifically they're uber libs uber fear porn double vax triple masked fucking Hazmat suits, okay, that's a little exaggeration, but they are, in fact, double, you know, double vaccinated, fully vaccinated, if you will, and they're just like, they were very hesitant about even coming to the bridal shower because the person who is is engaged, who, who the bride, rather, was very specific that they really didn't want people wearing masks, they understood if there was health concerns, and but she politely would ask anybody who's that concerned to just not come. That's where we're at. Yes, these are my people, by the way. We fucking stand by our fucking principles over in the Bergeron domain. But nevertheless, um, I'm, I'm talking to 
a couple of people, and I happened to go walk past my aunt and my cousin. This is my dad's sister and her daughter. And I go to give them the traditional, hi, how you doing, kiss on the cheek, typical bullshit. You know how it goes. And these women, both of them, this is my fucking aunt and my cousin. So as, as deplorable as you may find me for the comments I just made about them, this is why I say shit like that. They basically turn their head completely around. Like, it was some exorcist-level shit. Like, I, I didn't fully understand what was happening with the first one, so I kind of kept leaning in until, like, my lips actually made contact with cheek, as one normally does when you give somebody a kiss on the cheek. And she was completely turned around, like, almost fell out of her chair trying to avoid contact with me. Those people should just stay the fuck home. Forever frankly, but are we kidding? Again, I'm not their biggest fan, clearly, but it's because of shit like this. You come to an event where we were, you were told like no masks, blah, blah, blah. You know, a bunch of people are clearly not vaccinated and you know, whatever you came anyway. And this is how you're going to fucking act. You should have just stayed home. No one wants you there. They sat in the corner and kept to themselves the entire day party anyway so it was completely useless for them to have been there in the first place these people need to all just again go go home stay there and just stay there until you know that's that's sort of how i feel about all this and these are the people that look at people like myself who you know i'm not going to sit here and tell you i'm fucking socrates but I'm well researched. I'm well read. I'm I'm just generally, you know, of 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 at least an average intelligence. And these people will look at me like I'm some sort of fucking backwoods hillbilly moron because I didn't want to get a fucking random ass vaccine injected into my arm when the disease that the vaccine is for is a virtually no danger to me to begin with. I've said this analogy a million times, and I'll say it again, because I like to repeat things I've said a million times, apparently on this episode in particular. But if there was a vaccine for being struck by lightning, you can get a vaccine, and it would guarantee you never get struck by lightning. I would not take that vaccine. That's pretty much my odds of having any real issues with this fucking virus. Not to mention... We've we've gone through now this this kind of thing where the 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 push for natural immunity has started to rise where people are saying, look, I'm not going to get a vaccine for something I already I'm immune from. I got it. I got over it. You know, it wasn't really that big of a deal for me. If I get it again, it'll probably be even less of a big deal. There's no need for me to go get a vaccine. All of that is probably valid because. I know people forget that there was viruses before the coronavirus, but that's how we would have handled any other virus that has ever existed. For some reason, it's almost like with the, with the Democrats, everything started with Trump's election because then they could just forget about all the dumb, evil, ridiculous shit they did beforehand. For instance, I'm seeing Chuck Schumer bitch about Republicans clutching their pearls about spending after you know $4 billion of adding to the to the deficit under Trump. This would have to ignore, obviously, the doubling of our national debt under Barack Obama from $10 trillion to $20 trillion, which even per year is still more money than Trump in his four years, $4 trillion, eight years, $10 trillion. Y'all do the math. Well, i just like to spend money. Here's the deal. America, this, here, here's what we're going to do. 
Okay, we're going to go out there and we're going to spend a lot of money and people are going to be happy. Maybe. I don't know. Michelle, anything to say? Anyway, so <laughs> it's my half-ass Obama. But nevertheless, so Obama, uh, where was I on the vaccine? Oh, yeah, so the natural immunity push is coming. How about pre-existing immunity? Again, we don't really know a whole lot about this virus, but I'm worried, as uh, as many are. As a matter of fact, I was listening to a, to a series of podcasts where they were talking about these vaccine mandates, and people were writing in and saying, okay, it's one thing to win the natural immunity battle, but what about us who never had it and don't have natural immunity? Would that, If we win the natural immunity battle, meaning that the people who have natural immunity would be immune from any mandates, would then people who have never been exposed to this have to be vaccinated. And how do you prove that? Would they have to give everybody in the country an antibody test in order to make sure that they didn't have it before forcing them to be vaccinated? Are you rolling up your sleeve to let the G take your blood? Because I'm not. How does this all work at the end of the day? And as I was kind of getting to a moment ago before I went on a, a little bit of a of elaboration, I guess. It wasn't really a side tangent. It was more just adding detail. But what about the likelihood that some people are just immune to this, period? Um, we, you know, we're 18 months into this thing. I don't think I've gotten it. I got an antibody test done probably about, oh, I would say maybe towards the beginning of 2021, maybe towards the end of 2020. So it had been around for you know, almost a year, I guess, as far as we know. Supposedly, it was, you know, here in like November and December. And sure enough, people weren't just dropping dead left and right. It's almost like we didn't assign every conceivable cause to death to COVID and then say, look at all these people who died of COVID. That's another thing that we've, by the way, completely forgotten about is that they keep pushing this fucking number of people who, who died in our faces. We know that number's bullshit. We know it. It's complete fabrication. It's the number of people who died with COVID, but if you killed yourself or, or you know, got into a motorcycle accident and you happen to have COVID, chick, mark it down, folks. You know, we got another COVID death here. It's a, a, restart the counter five seconds since last COVID death. Like, I mean, that's basically, we know that number's bullshit, and they keep pushing it at us. And, oh, by the way, all of the initial fear-mongering was based on 2.2 million people. We are nowhere near that number. And this has certainly gotten better than it has worse, even with some of the recent spikes. You know, over the over the long curve here, we're on the downslope as far as this thing. But, you know, there, there are always new avenues for the fear porn. And, uh, I, I, man, I, I went on such a tangent there. But I think that there is a likelihood that there might be a certain subsection of us that are immune to it. Again, I'm 18 months into this thing, basically, at least, probably closer to two years now where this was in the United States, and I didn't get it, and I didn't have antibodies a, like you know, less than a year ago. Might, I've, might I have contracted it since? Yeah, it's possible. I got a test done recently because I had to go to a concert. Uh, the same venue, strangely enough, that Jim Brewer uh, pulled out of because there is a vaccine or a test mandate in order to go to, uh, to the Wellmont in Montclair, New Jersey. And uh, it's not too far from where I live, so I wanted to go see a concert, and uh, the Roots were playing a couple weeks ago. It was fucking awesome. Uh, totally worth getting myself nasally raped to go, because if you weren't vaccinated, you had to produce a test uh, to go see the concert. 
but you had to produce the test within 40, like the test had to be conducted within 72 hours of the concert, but it takes 48 hours for you to get the test results in a lot of cases. And they sent the email out 72 hours before the concert. So that was their little way of basically making it really hard for anybody who wasn't vaccinated to go. And I obviously wanted to go to the concert because I went and lined up and left work early to go get myself nasally swabbed uh, by the extraordinarily unfriendly staff at the local urgent care. Uh, I've been there a few times throughout the course of this because of work. They've sent me to get tests and uh, they suck all the time, every time, except for one dude. He was awesome. One of the fucking best medical assistants I've ever encountered in and out. Very friendly. Very. He was. Uh, I'll, dare I say gentle. He was gentle. He was a, he was just a, a fine gentleman. I don't know. It was one of the weirdest things because I normally I hate doctors. I Yeah. All right. I know my anti-science bias is shining through here, but I just I hate going to the doctor's office. I hate going to the dentist's office. I go, you know, like when I have to. But it's just ugh, I fucking hate it. Like I, I, I'm not a fan of all this. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a repressed fear from my childhood. I have no idea what it is. Just never been a fan. I, th- I don't think a lot of people are fans, but maybe they don't have quite the negative reaction to it than I do. But uh yeah, this this one guy was like the only probably besides the my hygienist when I was a kid, my dental hygienist, this was probably the only positive experience I've had with a medical professional in a very, very long time. So um but yeah, you know, I wanted to go see the concert, but it was at the Wellmont in Montclair. And Jim Brewer recently pulled out of this show because he, he I think he's even vaccinated. I'm fairly certain he said that when he was on Tucker, but he just doesn't want his fans to have to worry about that or have to you know, to to basically, you know, be subjected to either getting vaccinated or getting nasally swabbed in order to come see him tell jokes. Like, that's not funny. That's a really shitty way to start the process of comedy. And uh, and he didn't want, you know, people have to do it. He pushed back. The venue said, you know, we're, we're not budging. And he said, all right, I'm canceling the show. So he, he pulled out. I went to that show uh, recently for The Roots. And again, it was worth it to me, but Hey, I mean, if the Roots tried to take a stand, which is not something I was really expecting them to do, uh, even though I are the Roots vaccinated, I'm not suggesting anything based on anything. But do we know? I mean, have they made a big push? Have they done anything on Fallon? I honestly don't know. But uh, at the end of the day, maybe it's just for some people, they just don't want to make an issue of it, even if they're not. And they think it's wrong. And look, I, I can understand that. Not everybody's me. Like, not everybody wants to make a big fucking deal about everything. Uh, But, you know, every so often we're going to need to push back on things like that. And as stupid as something like Jim Brewer canceling his comedy show is, it's something. Like, uh, Dave Mustaine from Megadeth made a a comment the other night, weirdly enough, in New Jersey. I believe they were in uh, Homedale at PNC Bank Arts Center. Megadeth was playing. I've actually seen, uh, was it Megadeth there? No. Uh, who am I thinking of? I saw Motorhead there with Iron Maiden and Ronnie James Dio back in the day. That was fucking lit. But uh, Megadeth was playing there recently, and Dave Mustaine, the lead singer, guitar player, you know, gets up on the mic and he's like, "Look, man, look, look everyone, just look around. Look to your left. Look to your right. We're out here having a good fucking time. No one's bitching at one another about masks. That you was your fucking mask, and you know, like all that kind of shit. And it was just like, this is how shit's supposed to be. A fucking man, Dave Mustaine." And look, he's, you know, the lead singer from a, 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 
a, a metal band that obviously is legendary, but it's a genre that's just, it's by the wayside at this point. Rock and roll is pretty much dead these days. All we have is Imagine Dragons, and they're like, meh, are they even, are they, right, are they even, they're not, they're not. But nevertheless, the Grammys consider them, so that's what we got. And the Foo Fighters make an album every so often, but I assume you uh, have to provide proof of vaccination to even listen to it, so I, I haven't heard it, obviously. But uh, nevertheless, you know, it's cool to see celebrities stand up for this sort of shit. And really, the right opinion at the end of the day, as much as I like getting into the deep dives on the news and like investigating like fucking Spygate and all that kind of shit, I love it. I, I, I wouldn't do it if I didn't. But I really like the pop culture shit. And it, it, you know, it bothers the fuck out of me that these people, these Hollywood elites, these, you know, these blue checks, these fucking talking heads, it, it drives me absolutely crazy that these people have the influence that they have. But they do. That doesn't mean I liking it doesn't change the fact that it exists. And so when one once every so often, you know, a James Woods really fucking nails somebody with a tweet or something like that, like it, it just it's awesome and it needs to happen more. Not only with our celebrities, but just with our kids. We have such an we have such a non-rebellious society for a country that was founded on a rebellion. I mean, like this is ridiculous that we are at this point now. We have a generation of celebrities. We are. We have a generation of of just ge- general everyday people who think they're resistors and they're fighting the man when the man literally backs every fucking cause they back. Every goddamn one from the fucking alphabet people, the Black Lives Matter, the fucking, you know, women in STEM, the fuck, every fucking thing, Planned Parent, they fucking love it. But they think they're fighting the man. They're, we're out here fucking fighting the machine. Oh, I just got an email from Target. They're having a Black Lives Matter sale. Are you fucking kidding me? This is, this is just your average everyday asshat on social media. Then you got our celebrities, not a goddamn one of them. You got fucking rappers and fucking rock stars and fucking basketball players and fucking football players just fucking bending over for the man to come fucking ram that fucking vaccine up their ass and they couldn't fucking tell the world how much they love fucking Chris motherfucking rock. Chris Rock is out here shilling this vaccine after he got the vaccine and fucking got COVID. Are you kidding me? What the fuck has happened, by the way? Chris Rock, back in the day, had a very famous comedy sketch about how these motherfuckers ain't, you know, you know, insert another word there. These motherfuckers ain't never going to cure AIDS because there ain't no money in curing AIDS. It's, it's all about the medicine. It's all about the treatment. That's where the money's at. That's how the drug dealers get their money because the government and all these guys, all these corporations, they're just drug dealers. That's Chris Rock back in the day. Now, shilling the vaccine that didn't fucking work, Chris. Oh, and our kids, man, I was, tell- I was talking to my daughter today. And I said, listen, little Bergeron. I said, look, as a parent, I kind of like that you kids aren't really rebellious. Like, I don't know how I'd handle it. It's a real fucking moral conflict for me because I was an asshole when I was your age. So now if you were an asshole, it would be really hard for me to tell you not to be an asshole because I, too, was an asshole. I didn't use this exact language with her, but I I swear around her, whatever. Yeah, I'm a terrible parent. All right, so never mind. So I'm talking to her. I said, but like at, at the end of the day, I kind of want to see more kids 
being more rebellious. The fact that parents are the ones protesting the masks in school and the kids are just cool with it is disgusting. What a, what a sheepish, just fucking lost generation these kids are. I Like, I love my daughter to death. Their generation doesn't stand a fucking chance. I, I have faith that maybe she could be one of the few that rises to the top of this bullshit because she isn't a complete moron. But, my God, can you imagine, imagine folks, listen, listen to the sound of Harrison Bergeron's voice right now. Close your eyes unless you're driving. Put yourself back in your high school, you know, your English class, third period, sophomore year, and having to wear a fucking Chinese face diaper on your face all fucking day. Tell me you wouldn't rebel against that at every goddamn turn like any fucking normal high school kid would do. But no, these kids are totally fine. I said, and I said to my daughter, I was like, I really wish you kids would just not be so willing to do everything you're told all the time. I know that is the worst thing a parent could probably tell a kid, but like, really, do what I fucking tell you to do. Don't do what everyone else just blindly tells you to do. Oh, the news said this. Oh, my, my teacher said that. Okay, did you ask your teacher where they learned that from or why they know what they know? Like, ask some questions from time to time. Ask me questions. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. I know a lot. I know a lot more than you because I'm a lot older than you and I've done a lot more things than you. And I am happy and willing and frankly obligated to share that information with you, good, bad, or indifferent. But you you got to ask questions, man. Like, you can't just say, oh, well, well, dad says. Like, why does dad say? Is there a rationale behind what dad said? Or did dad just lose his goddamn mind that Tuesday? Like, what? what you, you, you can't just take everything at face value. These are This is the generation raised by the moms that believe everything they read on Facebook. And now they've got kids that believe everything their mom tells them because they read it on Facebook. It's... And yeah... There's a fair amount of that on the right side of the aisle, too. We got as many anti-vax nuts as there are super pro-vax nuts. And unfortunately, those two groups probably make up like 10% of the country. But they're loud as fuck, and they appear to be all over social media. So, yeah, if I got to combat the... If I got to pick a side, I'm going to be with the quote-unquote anti-vax people. I don't, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm vaccinated from a variety of different diseases. I had them, you know, when I was a kid, meningitis when I went into college, blah, 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 blah. Just not doing it for this one. I was actually thinking about the shingles virus the other day. I was like, could I still get that? I had a friend who got shingles. I'm pretty sure he got it, chicken pox when he was younger. And I was like going through this whole thing because I was like, there's got to be like, because I'm trying to think, would there even be a vaccine I would get? And yeah, if... If fucking Ebola was running rampant and we had a vaccine, yeah, all right, 100%, I'm getting that. Uh, smallpox makes a second, you know, fucking return. Yeah, I'm getting the smallpox vaccine. But we, this isn't that. It's not even close to that. And all of the legal precedent that these morons are using to try to say that Joe Biden has the ability to create some sort of federal mandate on these things, all of it's based on smallpox, which had like a 30% case fatality rate, meaning 30% of the people who got it died. Now, I know the liberals think that more people die from COVID than that even, but it's like like 30% of 1% of fucking people who get COVID die. Not 30% period. It is. It, we're not even at 2% realistically. I think the highest number I saw is a 1.5, 1.6% case fatality rate for COVID. Okay. 
And we know, we know it affects certain people more. 78%. I got the stat from Bill Maher, of all people. 78% of the COVID deaths in this country were considered obese at the time of death. Why is no one talking about that? 78%. That might even be a higher percentage than than at certain age brackets. 78% of the people who died of COVID are considered obese medically. Now, granted, the bar for obese medically isn't all that you know reasonable, I would say. You know, like most people you'd see be like, oh, there's no way that person's obese. They're like, they might be obese according to these numbers. But even still, let's round up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's say that a legitimate, you know, 50 to 60 to even 70 percent of these people are get are dying because largely one of their comorbidities is obesity and obesity leads to heart disease diabetes a whole variety of other things it's like it's the gateway fucking drug of comorbidities is obesity and these 78 percent of people who died of covid were obese You see Fauci out there telling people to run on treadmills and go to the gym. No, they shut gyms down, these fucking idiots. But then, you know, I think it was, who was it, Cuomo or de Blasio? He got caught going to the gym. And then he said, well, you know, I got to be in good shape to run this state or this city or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. You know, mumbo jumbo political talk. But it was like, well, what about the rest of us? Well, we don't deserve to be in good shape to do our jobs. You know, you work for us, by the way, just in case you forgot, they do. Um, you know, it's just, it's so bad. This whole thing has just been very, very bad. And I've, I've, you know, I, I went so long in the vaccines. I also wanted to touch on Joe Biden fucking hates your children and really all children that he can't sniff. Those are the children that Joe Biden hates. If he can't sniff them or in other ways violate them, he hates them so much. So he'll fucking drone strike them in Afghanistan. There was seven kids that were killed in a drone strike in Afghanistan. We were told by uh, you know General Woke Milley, our uh, our chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He uh, he told us on September first, well that the strike occurred on September first, that it was a righteous kill and that the drone strike killed one of the ISIS K you know plotters of one of the attacks that happened earlier that shouldn't have happened because we shouldn't have botched the uh, evacuation so badly. Uh, all of this happened under Millie's watch, by the way, at the behest of our commander in sleep, Joe Biden. But um, yeah, so Millie running the show, basically, right? Because we know Joe isn't. And uh, and he told us it was a righteous kill and we killed this ISIS-K guy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, total fucking non-truth. I won't say it's a lie. Maybe he believed it for like half a second. Nah, it's a fucking lie. We killed 10 people, seven of which were children. And you know how we killed them, folks? We have we have satellite capabilities where we're like, we can read the fucking mail in your mailbox from space. Okay, that, that's the, that is the level of like technology that we're working with. It's James Bond villain shit. Like, that's what we're working with. That's the United States military. We're, we're on fleek, as the kids probably said like three years ago. But nevertheless, we've got every fucking tool in the toolkit. We followed this car that we eventually drone strike for miles because we thought they were loading explosives into the back of the car. Yeah, it turns out it was just jugs of water. Joe Biden hates children he can't fucking sniff or diddle. He hates them so much, he's got thousands of them underneath a bridge at the southern border right now. Some of them, like a lot of them are Haitian. Haiti's an island 
how the fuck did they get there? How the fuck, how the fuck did they get there? Dear God, let us find out that the Clinton Foundation is fucking moving these asshats down down there. I mean, like, look, I get it. Haiti's a shithole. Not our fault. Go see the Clintons about that. But, man, like, good Lord, Haiti. Like, I mean, where are these people coming from? It was one thing when it was like, you know, Honduras, El Salvador, you know, they're coming from other, you know, South and Central America. How, how the fuck did these people get from Haiti <laughs> to the southern border of Mexico? And why didn't they, you know, if they're seeking asylum, like the Dominican Republic's right there. There's other options. Like there's, there's other, look, you're not seeking asylum if you skip over six countries and then you land in America. That's not what seeking asylum is. If you're truly seeking asylum, and yeah, I know, most of Central and South America, it's not the greatest place to live. Like I get it. Can't, everywhere can't be America. And, and nowhere is America. America is currently not America. So I, I, it's not, look, I get the conditions are bad, and I do. I have sympathy for these people. And yet, even the, the argument, and probably rightfully so in a lot of cases, could be made that the United States foreign policy over the years has contributed to a lot of that. Granted, communism and socialism have done as much of a fucking damage to, to any of that as the United States has, but I, I have a feeling that may not be granted on the other side of the argument. Neither here nor there. The current state of the world is the current state of the world, and there's not a whole lot that we can currently do about it, so what do we do moving forward? Well, allowing everyone from Central and South America and apparently, like, the Caribbean to, to just flood into the United States willy-nilly is not the answer. To Kamala Harris's credit, even though she's being completely facetious when she says this, there are root causes to these problems that these people are fleeing a lot of them are cartel-related. We don't appear to be worried all that much about the cartel activity because there was a guy who was trying to build a wall to help stop it. Not that it was going to stop it, but it could have helped hinder it to some degree. A degree. Maybe. It's better than nothing, okay? So we had a guy who was building a wall to try to stop human trafficking, cartels, all this sort of stuff. We were told walls don't work. Even though there's a wall around like the entire central D.C. area, basically, the Capitol and the White House, because there was supposedly a rally or a bunch of Jan 6 people were going to show up, and it turned out it was just a bunch of fucking feds and media. But nevertheless, walls don't work, even though they work all the time. Like Everyone knows, like I'm currently indoors right now. My walls are working. My neighbors are not in my house. I can assure you that is not the case, nor would they necessarily want to be, because let's face it, this topic is not for everybody. But we're... we're we, we had a guy who was trying to close the border, and now we have a guy who's just willy-nilly letting fucking the, the cartels and the traffickers do whatever they want, make all the money that they could make, and accumulate all the power that they could possibly accumulate, and who do you think ends up on the fucking wrong end of all of the power of the cartels? If it's the very fucking people at our southern border that are fleeing, you, yeah, that's those are the people for sure. That's definitely it. So Joe Biden fucking hates kids that he can't sniff or diddle. I mean, now we've got the masks in school. Between the masks and the schools, the more kids in cages and now under bridges. Under the bridge downtown. Biden hates your kids. Between the masks and the school, the fucking kids in the bridges and the cages, and the kids that were just willy-nilly drone striking in Afghanistan, Joe Biden hates fucking kids that he cannot sniff and cannot diddle. Hashtag change my mind. That's it. 
It's all I got for you fine people. I went a lot longer than I was expecting to, but I love all of you, as always. And if you made it this far, good Lord, you deserve a medal or something. Like, I don't know. Somebody I used to know used to say some funny, goofy shit at the end of the podcast, but all I really got is the plug. So find me on Twitter, at RightOpinionPod. And, uh, oh, wait, I got my own goofy shit. I almost forgot. See, I got to start doing these shows more often. But I got the plugs, at RightOpinionPod on Twitter, Parlor, Instagram, also um, on YouTube, I believe you could find me the right opinion. It'll be the logo that's black and white and red all over, as it will be if you search any podcatcher, pretty much Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. I don't know. I'm throwing a fucking, you know, I'm throwing a Hail Mary out on that one. It's possible. Search for it. If not, you could go to rightopinionpod.substack.com. That's where you get all of it. You get, you know, articles if I decide to write them, episodes like this one. And uh, and maybe more somewhere down the line. It's all free. It's a sub, you know, subscription. You can follow me, but it doesn't cost you anything. You get an email anytime anything happens from the right opinion, and then you can check it out right away. So that's how you do that. But uh, oh yeah, here's here's the shtick. Uh, opinions. They are like assholes. Everybody's got one, but this asshole has the right opinion, and you can only get it right here on the Right Opinion podcast. I'm Harrison Bergeron. Y'all have been awesome. I'll catch you next time. Be the elephant in the room in a room full of elephants. Be the elephant in the room in a room full of elephants. Boom. Boom.